Mishnah. We're starting off Chavzayim, last uh, second to last line on beginning of the second to last line on Chavav and the Beis. So we're discussing here the kedusha of discussing this, what happens with the kedusha of items when you sell them. That's what the parak's about. So now we're going to talk about what happens if you can you sell a shul to buy a base medrash or a base medrash to buy a shul. So Amar Rav Papi Mishmei Deraba. So Rav Papi says B'shem Rava, second to last line Chavav and Beis. So you're allowed to sell a shul to buy a base medrash. So you're not allowed to buy a, sell a base medrash and buy a shul. He learns it the other way. Okay, he says that no, you, you are not allowed to, you're, you're allowed to sell a base medrash to buy a shul and not vice versa. That Rav Papi makes more sense that Kedusha's base medrash is on a higher level. And therefore, you can sell a shul to buy a base medrash. Why? Because Rabbi Shua ben Levi says that you're in fact allowed to <coughs> turn a base haknesses into a base medrash. So Shmami not. And Rabbi Shua ben Levi is uh, an elder, right? He was one of the. Uh, he was much. He was much older than he was. Much, he was way before Rava, and therefore Rav Papi and Rav Papa here are having a machlokes of what Rava said. So Mestama, if we have a member of Yeshua Ben Levi that said, if we, have, we have a member of Yeshua Ben Levi that said that you're only allowed to go. You're allowed to sell a base mattress or turn a base mattress into a. It, uh, sorry, you're allowed to sell a shul or turn a shul into a base mattress. So Mestama, that's what Rava said, and not that you can turn a base medrash into a shul. Darash bar kapara, bar kapara says, the third line on Chavzayin Amaralf, my dechsev, what is the following Pasuk? It says, by Yisraif es base Hashem. So we're going to get into this a little bit as far as are you allowed to sell a shul to make it a base medrash or a base medrash to, to turn into a shul. So, Darash <clears throat> bar kapara, my dechsev, the Pasuk says, by Yisraif, this is talking about Nivuzradon, Rab HaTabachim. So he was the chief uh, destroyer of Nebuchadnezzar in this week's Haftar, Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. That he burned the base Hashem. That's base HaMelech, right? So they came to destroy Yerushalayim. So they burned the base HaMikdash, base HaMelech. That's Kolbate Yerushalayim. That's Kolbayis Godol Saraf Ba'ish. And every Bayis Godol Saraf Ba'ish. So base Hashem is the base HaMikdash. Base HaMelech, Elo Palatrin Shemelech. So that was the king's palace. That's what was destroyed. <coughs> that's called Bate Yerushalayim. So what is the Bate Yerushalayim? Kimashma. Okay, all the private residences in Yerushalayim. But what else? What is this? That's called Bayez Godol Saraf Baish. What is this Bayez Godol? Rav Yechinim Rav Yeshua Ben Levi. Chad Amar Makam Shemagadlum Baytayra. So one said, you want to know what Bayez Godol is? That's all the Bate Midrashos. Chad Amar Makam Shemagadlum Baytayra. Those are the Bate Knesiyos. Man Damar Taira. The Mandamar who says that we call the bias Godol is Torah, Dechsev, what does the Pasuk say? Hashem Chafetz Aman Sitka Yagdil Torah V'yadir. So we see Yagdil Torah, we use the Lashon of Godol Eitzel Torah. So when the Pasuk said that if Uzradon destroyed all bias Godol, it means, but the Midrashas. Umandamar Tvila Dechsev Sapra No Hagidol Lashish Yasa Elisha Ve'Elisha how did Elisha work his quote-unquote magic? How was he answered? Da'avad berachameh. That was with tefillah. Hu da'avad testayim. Okay, good. So now we have a machlekes over here. Rabbi Yehudah, Rabbi Shulman Levi. Whether bias gadol refers to 
base medrash, or to shul. What we're basically saying is, what's the highest level? What's the gadol, right? The highest level. Now, tistayim, the Rishuah ben Levi, who, da'amar makam shpagala So we just said that Rishuah ben Levi holds, like Rapapi quoted, b'shem Rava, that the Rishuah ben Levi holds, that you're allowed to sell a shul and turn it into or turn a shul into a base madrash, because base madrash is on a higher level. So now we're going to try to say, Tistayim, Levi, by Taira. Now you know what Bayez Gadol is? Highest level one, Taira. <coughs> okay, we see that. Now it's interesting, Tessus points out over here, that <coughs> it seems like we're paskening. We said, Tani Kavase, Amar Rav Acha, Kavase, Dara Papi Mistabra, Dara Rav Levi, and we're going to go, when Rava quoted, we have two versions of Rava, it was either Rapapi's version or Rapapa's version, of which one's higher, base Medrash or Shul, or base Knesses. So we quoted Rapapi, because we said that's where Yeshua ben Levi goes, and that seems like how we're paskening, even though normally we paskin like Rav Yosef, Tosus makes the point out, but over here we're going to paskin like Yeshua ben Levi. Okay, Aval, okay, next. Aval machuru teira layichu svarim. Okay, so we said, we were going through the order of when you sell certain things, what you can buy with it. So we said, you can only upgrade. You cannot downgrade. So therefore, if you sell a safer Torah, you cannot buy Svarim, which generally meant individual. You know, a Dvarim, Bracious, Shmais, individual ones. That's what we call Svarim. So each of the individual, so if you sell a safer Torah, you can't buy those. It's considered a downgrade. Okay, so we understand you're not allowed to downgrade. You must upgrade. What about lateral? Are you allowed to sell an old Sefer Torah to buy a new one? Well, you're not upgrading, therefore it's going to be Asr, Idilma. Guess what? Since there's nothing else to upgrade to, therefore Shopper Dummy would be okay. So when it comes to Sefer Torah, we're asking the Mashmal, so the Gemara is that anything else, you wouldn't be a lateral because you could upgrade. But where there's nowhere to go, Okay, can I at least lateral? Am I able to take a Sefer Torah where there is nothing higher and buy another Sefer Torah? Tashima, so I'm going to make a raya. So, the Mishnah said, If you sell a Torah, you're not allowed to buy Svarim. Svarim, that was our Mishnah, right? Don't downgrade. Svarim, who the loy, ha Torah, the Shapir, dummy. So the Mishnah, the Deek of the Mishnah, it went through both cases. How to upgrade and not to downgrade, which the Mashmal says is don't downgrade, which sounds like you are able to lateral. That is the Havamina. So the Gemara, the Gemara says, no, Raya, Masnisen Diavad. That is saying, here we're asking, are you allowed to go ahead and sell a Sefer Torah to buy another Sefer Torah? The Mishnah is talking about what happens if you sold the Sefer Torah. Now it's too late. You can't undo it. What do you do? Right, our, and what we're saying is, don't buy a Svarim with it, only buy another Sefer Torah. So I understand that since it's at the highest level, if I already sold it, then I have no other choice but to buy a Sefer Torah. But am I Lechachila allowed to go ahead and sell a Sefer Torah or buy another one? So we're going to bring a riot from a So it says, You're allowed to roll a Sefer Torah with the cover, with, the, with a Chumash cover. So you can basically take a Cover of a chumash again, like we explained, chumashim in those days were like a sefer Torah, just individual, individual ones. So let's say I have a cover, a mantle of, you know, a, a, a sefer devarim. Can I go ahead? I, so we're saying you're allowed to use that. You can take that mantle and upgrade it. You can use that for a sefer Torah. And the chumashim and mitzvahos neviim. 
So you can cover Chumashim with the mantle, the cover that was used for Nevi'im. Again, you could upgrade the cover to Ksuvim. Right? But you can't cover Nevi'im and Ksuvim, those are on a lower level, with the cover of a Chumash. Right? One of the You're not allowed to go ahead, take the cover of a Sefer Torah, and use it to cover a Chumash. Again, you can't use something that is a higher level of Kedusha for a lower level thing. Katani Miyas. So now we're going to try to bring a diak over here. That we said you can cover or right, roll with a, roll, use as a cover the, uh, for a Sefer Torah, the Mitzvah Chos of Chumshin. Mitzvah Chos Chumshin in Mitzvah Sefer Torah. You can only use, the Bible is specifically saying that you could only use a cover of a Chumash for a Sefer Torah. It's mashma. That, from one Sefer Torah, you can't borrow from a Sefer Torah to use another Sefer Torah. Only, I could use only something that's on a lower level to cover a Sefer Torah, but not laterally. So the Gemara says, no, aim a Sefer Again, it's going to be our famous conflicting diugim. Okay? Aim a Sefer Volechumshin. Aim a Sefer. Volechumshin v'mitvachai Sefer Torah. You cannot cover Chumashim with the cover of a Sefer Torah. Meaning, you can't downgrade. Ha Torah b'Torah Shabbat dummy. So the, ha, the diug there is... You can't downgrade, but lateraling would be okay. So, So I can't learn anything from here. I have conflicting diukim. On the one hand, it says you can only upgrade. And on the other hand, it says don't downgrade. Each one would be a diuk in, in opposite direct, directions. And therefore, we have no raya from here. <clears throat> so next. Tashima. Menichin Sefer Torah Agabe Sefer Torah. I'm allowed to put a Sefer Torah on top of a Sefer Torah. The Torah Agabe Chumshin. And I could put a Sefer Torah on top of Chumashin. The Chumshin, again, Chumashin meaning individual of the Chamishi Chumshin Torah. The Chumshin Agabe Nevi'im. The Ksuvim, right? And I can put Chumashin on top of Nevi'im Ksuvim. So those are my levels. Sefer Torah is the highest level. Then comes Chumashin. Then comes Nevi'im Ksuvim. So I could put the higher level on top of the lower level. Avalon Nevi'im Ksuvim Agabe Chumshin. The Chumshin Agabe Torah. What do we see from here? It says, Menichin Sefer Torah Agabe Sefer Torah. So if you could put a Sefer Torah on top of a Sefer Torah, it sounds like you could lateral. So you should be able to sell a Sefer Torah and buy a different Sefer Torah with it. So the Gemara says, now, you can't bring me a Raya from putting things on top of each other. Why? Because it's impossible to say that I can't put a Sefer Torah on top of another Sefer Torah. Why? Because if you say it's going to be Aser, so how do you ever roll a Sefer Torah? When I roll it, now one parsha is on top of the other one. So it's essentially in order to roll a Sefer Torah, I'm always having one on top of the other. And therefore we see when it comes to Hanacha, we're not Makbid, but we have no Raya that when it comes to purchasing that you're allowed a lateral. Maybe you could only sell Lit Hachila if you're upgrading. Again, we explained that if Bidiyavid, you already sold, so then of course you buy a Sefer Torah with it. But the question is, Lit Hachila, am I allowed to sell a Sefer Torah in order to purchase a new Sefer Torah? Because we said, right? Because if you don't say that you're allowed to put one on top of the other, Okay, therefore, when it comes to Hanukha, there is, there is no other way. So we see Hanukha must be that you can put a Sefer Torah instead of a Sefer Torah, but no Raya that you can sell a Sefer Torah to buy a new one. Let's try again. Okay, so it sounds pretty clear. Don't sell an old one to buy a new one. So it sounds like you're not allowed to, right? You're not allowed to go ahead and sell Sefer Torah to buy a new one. You can't lateral. The Gemara says, no, Raya. We're talking about that, again, if, so we understand that if you have a Sefer Torah and now you want to go commission a new one, you can't sell the one you have to write one in the future because 
Maybe something will happen and it won't get written. Okay, so I understand. That's what we're talking about. Kikarminon, when am I asking my child? Kikarminon, the kosav umanach, lefrukimai. So let's say I go ahead and the Sefer comes to town. We have the Sefer Fair and I see a beautiful Sefer Torah. It's a nice upgrade on the one we have. Can I sell the one in there in Kurdish to trade it for one that is already sitting there where there's no chash of shias? So let's try again. Tashima. Okay, so the clear, what we're clear on is you can't, you're allowed to put one on top of the other. You're not allowed to lateral, you're not allowed to lateral to commission a new Sefer Torah. Question is, meaning sell the old one, can you go ahead and sell the old one to purchase a newer a existing one. You know what you're allowed to sell a Sefer Torah for? To learn Torah and to marry a woman. So if one of the things is learning Torah, well, guess what you're going to do with your new Sefer Torah? You're going to learn Torah. So it sounds like I could sell a Sefer Torah to learn Torah. So Mara says again, no, no, Raya Dilma Shani Limud Shalimud Ve maybe the day Maisa. Well, maybe it's specific Limud Torah, not to purchase a new Sefer Torah to read. Okay, you have one already, and therefore that's to send somebody to Yeshiva. That's why you're allowed to. Ishanami Lo Tahu Bara. Because the world, right, there's a spit, there's an overriding, overarching that says Puru comes first. Why? Because that is about the civilization and settlement of the world. Like Tohu Bara, I did not, Kaddish Baruch says, I did not create the world to be empty. La Shevis I created it to be inhabited. And therefore, it's because of Puru Ravu. So again, it has a special place. And therefore, that's why you can sell a Sefer Torah for. Same thing for Limo Torah, but not to buy Abel Torah, but Okay, so at this point, we have no Raya. And this is where the Gemara is going to kind of end. We don't answer this question. If I have a new Sefer Torah sitting in front of me, can I sell my old one to buy the new one? So we're going to have to go to the Mepharshim. It is a Machlikas Rishayim. Whether or not um, you're allowed to, and um, it is a machlekes rishonim, and the Rambam holds it's aser, and uh, other rishonim will go ahead and say that it's mutter, it's a suffix of makula, and that's how the Taz paskins. I don't know practically speaking what we do, but I did see an interesting Shiloh, which is it's interesting because it sounds here even if the Torah you're going to buy is a nicer Torah, it's not mustamah that you should do it. So how do you understand this in lots of regards? We know there's a concept of zekelim abeu. It's a hither, right? You have a lulav or an eser, right? You have a nicer one comes along. So it's important to differentiate that here, and I think we, we spoke this out, so it's really, it's, it's not a big chiddish, but just wanted to highlight it, and that is that when you look at the lulav or eser, that we say go ahead and sell the worst one to buy the nicer one, that's because that's a tashbishe mitzvah. And the mitzvah didn't even start yet, so it doesn't have kedusha. But here the Sefer itself has kedusha, And therefore you can't do something, yes, I understand you want a nicer one, but you, that can't come at the expense of a bizayin to the Dabr Shabbat Kedusha. And therefore, the Sefer Torah itself has a Kedusha. So what we're saying here is, can you go ahead and sell it? Maybe, I think that's a sad here. It's not just about lateraling it. It's a bizayin to sell the Sefer Torah. So at the expense, I understand you want the nicer one, but are you allowed to have a, a bizayin of the older one? If you're not, at least, you know, so if you're upgrading, then we'll say, okay, at least you're upgrading. But here, when you're not upgrading, you know, do we allow you to have a bizayin of the existing Sefer Torah? How would, how would exchange? Well, that's essentially what we're asking. This is selling and buying. You're like trading, trading. I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing. I think. I think. It's, I think. I think we don't. We don't differentiate exchange versus. It's either. It's either. Yeah. I mean. It's. It's either. Uh, what you. What you got for it. I don't think matters. And then more doesn't have more kedusha. I mean, that's what we seem to be saying. That's the chiddush of what we're saying. Just because you have a more behudah doesn't mean. That, that you're allowed to be mavaza your current one. We don't, we, within, the, and that's, I think that's gufa, that's, that's what the Havamina of the Gemara is, that's what the Shaila is. 
Tan Rabbanon, La Yimkar, because if you were to buy a lower level one, then, you know, why would we allow that? Tan Rabbanon, La Yimkar, Adam Sefer Torah, Afalpi Shein, Etzarach. Okay, you shouldn't sell an extra, you have an extra Sefer Torah, you want to raise cash. La Yimkar, Adam Sefer Torah, Afalpi Shein, Etzarach, Loi. Yes, okay, I'm sure I'm going to go. Afino, Inla, Ma Yoichel, even if you have nothing to eat, Umachar Sefer Torah, you sell it, you have no other choice, you're forced to. Aibitai, okay, so if you sell a Sefer Torah or your daughter because you need the money, right, your daughter's selling to Savory. You'll never see a seven bracha. Okay, that's not, not a good idea. What's the header for the sovereign? Because it's a business? I think, yeah, and I think that they're, they're, that's their business. They're not... They make a tenai. I ask them. They make a tenai. They make a tenai? You ask them? You ask uh, somebody today. Oh, you asked the cipher today? today. Yeah, ah, interesting. Okay. It's always his. I mean, it wasn't, it was never his that he gave it away. Before you ripped... Kedusha only came on for the other person. Yeah, I, I would say I would say a couple of things. Because if it's going to be now used by Itzibur, so then it's an upgrade. It's considered, maybe considered it's an upgrade, upgrading Kedusha over there. Um, but yeah, also right. I mean, or whether they actually make it tonight or it's a built-in tonight, right? They're obviously writing I it. Do, I don't know what tonight is, but you told me make it tonight. Interesting. Okay, that never hit me. Good. All right. <coughs> Next. Okay, so we were talking about what to do when you when you sell something. Where does the money go? So Bahain by Maisram, so too the Maisra, anything left. So let's say you sell you sell a uh a basic Knesses, right? And you sell it for a hundred thousand dollars, you got ten, you buy whatever you're gonna buy, your upgrade. Right? So you said teva. So you buy your teva. So some of your base cases cost hundred thousand dollars, your teva costs ten thousand dollars. What do you do with the extra ninety thousand? Okay, we say that you also have to spend it on upgraded things. Okay? So now by the way, this concept of Mesraim saying that it has to go to an upgrade, has to go to Davaship Kedusha, that is only that you sold it and you was leftover money. This is when we talk about selling an item. Let's say we collected money. Let's say we collect money for Shul and is leftover. Mutter, you can use it for whatever you want. You do not have to use it for the Davaship Kedusha. You have excess funds. Now, Okay, so the Bryce says, when do we say that you can use it for whatever you want? Meaning the money doesn't have Kedusha. And it's important to understand. The Gemara's understanding, it's going to speak out. The Gemara's understanding is at this point that when you sell something, okay, the Kedusha goes from the object onto the money. Now, it's Machlechus Rishayim whether or not the Kedusha is Paka from, let's say you sell a Shul, does the Kedusha lead to Shul or not? Okay, Rashi Anaman Aleph yesterday seemed to say Leishanu that the kedusha would go would go away. It depends on how you sell it. If you sell it with the Zayin Toivei ear, so that kind of washes it. What we said, you could use the shul as a you could use the money for you know brew house. So then the kedusha leaves. Okay, sounds like if if it's sold like our Mishnah case where it was sold by the you know the, the Nekfar, it wasn't sold to Shiva ear, Then um, at least according to some, it would retain a kedusha. But either way, what we're saying is the money. Right? Let's say you went ahead and the, 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 the shul of the kfarm, they went ahead and sold the shul. So what we're saying is they have to use the money for an upgraded purpose. Okay? So the money has a kedusha. So what we're saying is that when you sell an item, the, the money has the kedusha. Now you have to use that money for something more kadosh. And the maestra, the extra money, you have to also use it for something more kadosh. But when you collect money, the money doesn't have a kedusha. And that's what we're saying over here. That you have now. What we're saying is like this. So yes, I understand you collected the money, right? That's what we started. Use whatever you want. The money doesn't have kedusha. 
Okay, good. Now, when do we say that you could use the money for whatever you want? The money doesn't have Kedusha Shalei Hisnu. That is if there was... Okay, when do we say that you're allowed to use it for... But Shalei Hisnu. Abel Hisnu... Okay, if they make a tenai, then afilu dechsusya motor. So when do we say medvar mamurim that it has to go, that the meiser has to go to something specific? That is only shalei hisnu. They made no tenai. Avil hisnu afilu dechsusya. You could use it for whatever you want. So now, what is this case? What's going on over here in this price? So let's say they sold it and the money was left over. Ki hisnu myhava. How's your tenai going to help? If we said that when you sell something. The money retains the kedusha, so you can make a tanaya hair. How's it going to help you? Sorry, the money's kedush. So what the tanaya doesn't help you. My have elisha gavu vaisirusa must be when you collected the money and it was left over. If you made a tanai, then you could use it for whatever you want. Rava went ahead and said blanket statement: when you collect money, you could use it for whatever you want. Not true. Only if you make a tanai. Taima the hisnu aloi hisnu lois. The Gemara says no. You learned that wrong. We're really talking about a mechira. That's when they didn't make a tenai. Ah, well, hisnu, when they didn't make a tenai, then the money has to be used for Dabr Shiva Kedusha. Ah, well, hisnu, shiva, nami motor. You can even use it for Dukhsusya. We'll have to see. We don't know what a Dukhsusya is. I think we're going to discuss it in a second here. But Mestama, it's not something, it's not Dabr Shiva Kedusha. That's the point. So what we're saying at this point is, Rabba went ahead and made a statement saying that when you collect money, you could use the extra, let's say you collect money for a shul, this leftover money, you could use it for whatever you want. It doesn't have to go something that's higher than the, you know, the higher level of Kedusha. But when you sell something, when you sell something, the leftovers you do have to use. Now what we're saying is, right, that is a normal, that, that's our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, Bechem Masram. Okay? Now what we're basically saying is that there was one way to wash the money. What was the way to wash the money? Shiva When you do it with the city council, in public, as a public auction, the city sells it, then we said that washes it. Meaning you can go ahead and we said yesterday you can even use it for a bear house. Okay? So now we're saying that the leftover money, if they were hisnu, they could use it for whatever they want. So Tosa says, what do you mean? You just said yesterday... We said, the whole thing. So what are you talking about? That only the extras. He says, no, we're coming to say here that this whole thing of Shiva is they have to make a tanai on the whole thing and the leftovers. But this whole thing only works they make a tanai. That which we said, you could only use the money. You, that which we said, you could use the money to even to, to, to buy a brewery, use it for beer. That is only if they make it tonight. And that's what we're saying here. We're, we're illustrating that fact based on the Bryce over here that's talking about the extra. It's on the extra. It would also be true for the main money. They make it tonight on the sale that the money can use for the Exactly. Yeah. Now, remember that you can't use it for anything else. That's the way we're learning the Bryce now. Remember that you can't use it for anything else. Okay. Fine. That's where we're up to. Now, Rabbi said to a certain young Rabbana, he said to the person who was in front of Rav Sheshes, by the way, we're trying to figure out what this Duchsusya is. Have you heard from Rav Sheshes by Duchsusya? Okay, it's the courier of the city. The errand boy, the mailman, right? Um, Rashi says, B'nei Yer Seichrin Adam Reichiv Sus. Horse rider of the city, Whatever they need. So they you know they have a 
a Masharis, whoever, whenever they need to send stuff, so they got a driver. Amar Abay Hilkach. By the way, we see from here that when you need an answer, you have to know what what something is. Hilkach Heitz of Merabanan Deshamalei Milsavalei Yada Perusha. If you don't know what the parish is, you hear a word and you don't know what it is. Lashayla Kamei Deshchiach Kamei Rabanan. Go ask somebody who's in front of the Rabanan. Delay Efshad Delay Shmiyalei Min Gavaraba. Because it must be they would have heard it. They hang around the Gavaraba. They'll learn a lot. And therefore, when you don't know something, go ask <coughs> the person who hangs around the Gavaraba, like this, like in this case. Now. Okay, separate din. Let's say, totally new din, this has to do with tzedakah. So let's say a bunch of people, go to another city. They go to visit another city. Now, in the city that they're in, so let's say a bunch of people go from Baltimore, they go to Detroit, and the Rav gets up in Detroit, and he says, you know what? Everybody's got to give $100 to tzedakah. Everybody. So you can't, you can't be perish ben atzibar. So even though you're not from Detroit, Right, you're there with a whole group, a whole constituency of people in Baltimore, and I say this specifically at Robin. So everybody gives the money. Now, what do you do? Nice thing. You give the money in, but when you go back home, maybe you're You go back to the Gizbar in Detroit, and you say, Look, the 10 of us are heading home. I said 10 for a reason. The 10 of us are heading home. The Baltimore contingent's heading home. We want to take our money back so we can give it to that Niyim in Baltimore. And that's fine. However, Tanya Nami Hachi. Now, the Yachid, and let's say it's one person, not a whole contingent of 10 people. Let's say one person goes ahead and goes to another city. He should give it to the Anim of that city. So we see a Yachid's different. That a yachid comes from Baltimore, goes to Detroit, and they say everybody's got to give hundred dollars to tzedakah. He has to give his money to that niyim, even though he's from Baltimore. He has, he has to give it to that niyim that are in Detroit. Okay. Then, now the Meiri says we see a difference here between a yachid and rabim. The Meiri says that ten is the number. Yachid rabim. Others say it's three, but the Meiri says it's ten. So now, <coughs> Rav Huna Gazer Tanisa. We have a story here where Rav Huna was Gazer Tainus, and we know what's the din on Tainus. All the Rav Chana Bar and the whole city came. Large contingent came. On a fast day, you're supposed to give tzedakah. So they went ahead and they said, everybody's got to give tzedakah. And they went ahead, Rav Chana, who was visiting with his whole contingent, went in and gave the tzedakah money. So they wanted to leave. So So they went to Rav Huna. They said, give us the money that we gave in. And we'll go use it for our own Aniyam. Okay, Amar Lehem Tanina. He said, "Sorry, we said There's no chaver ear. Okay, that then Rashi explains that's a Talmud Chacham that deals with Sarchei Tzibar. You give it to the chaver ear. Sorry, no backseats. By the way, and in our case, guess what? I take care of the name of my city and your city. And therefore, sorry, your money is staying with me. I'm not giving it back to you. Okay, so that was a side din in regards to tzedakah. Let's move on. So let's say, let's say you have a shul. Let's say, like Rashi said on Chavav, Amad Aleph, that if you sell it without shiva, the shul retains, the shul will retain its kedusha. Or in general, when you're going to sell a shul, ein meichren shall rabim liyachid. So you don't sell the shul of a rabim to a yachid. So if you're going to sell a shul, don't sell it 
from a ramen to a yachid, because it was used by a thousand people. Now it's going to be used. Okay, yes, it's, it's still going to be used as a shul. It'll retain its kedusha, but it's not going to be as nice. It's not going to have its, all the glory. And you couldn't sell a shul from a big city to a little city either. Okay? I'm not sure exactly how you'd sell a shul. That's how most Rishonim learn this. There are other Rishonim learning in regards to other things that it's not specific to a shul. So anyway, Zakta Gemara, Shapir Karmale Rabbana on the Rameyer. So the Rabbanan say to Rameyer, okay, it's a good taina. Okay, well, if you're saying you can't sell from Rabbin to Yachid, then you can't sell from Yergadol Yerkatana, even though they're both, they're both Shal Rabbin. So how are you being Machalik over here? Rameyer, me Yergadol Yerkatana, me Ikara Kedusha, Hashtanami Kedisha. Okay, so it's both, it retains its Kedusha. Me Rabbin Yachid, like a Kedusha. However, when you sell something from a Rabbin to a Yachid, it loses Kedusha. Rabbanan. Rabbanan say no, that if you're going to be concerned about downgrading, you know, what we're saying is the shul keeps its status as a shul, but who its bilim are, meaning, or who is going to use it, is now also could be a pagam or a zilzol in the shul, and therefore, right, so we're saying either we care about that or not. If it's a shul, it's a shul, and therefore it doesn't matter. That's what the Rabbanon say. And Rameir says, no, I care about it. And the Rabbanon are going back to him, well, if you care that you can't sell from Rabbanon to a Yachid, then you shouldn't be able to sell from a big city to a little city either because that will cause uh, you know, a reduction in the usage of it. So if you're caring about a Rabbin, a Shul, but going from a Rabbanon to a Yachid, you should care about it going from a big city to a little city. And um, right? like the Rabbanon say, that, so Rameir tried to be machalic by saying, that, you know what, going from Rabbin to a Yachid, that's a real zilzal. But going from a big city to a little city, it's still a city shul, and therefore it would be okay. However, the Rabbanon say no, that you'd still, you'd still have a zilzal because you lose your Bereva Mahadras Melech, and therefore it should still, according to you, Rameir, it should still be a problem. Now, let's move on to the next Mishnah. Ein ela So, again, even over here, where you're going to go ahead and sell a shul, in whatever way you're selling a shul, Rashi You're going to sell a shul from a rabim to a rabim. There's no reduction in the usage, okay? Or some say, explain this as if it's done b'shiva ear as well, okay? Either way, when you sell the shul in you have to do it with a tenai that the people selling it can go ahead and say we want to undo the transaction. Okay, we want, we want a refund. Why? Because Rameir says, as Rashi says, that when you sell something forever, to sell a shul forever, that is a bizayin. Therefore, there's always built in that it's never 100%. It can go back. That's Rameir's sheet. No, you could sell it forever. You could sell a shul and you could turn it into to anything. You could do whatever you want with it, except for four things. Lemerchatz, Laborsiki, a wash house, a tannery, Litvila, okay, a, a mikvah, Ulubais, Hamayim. Rashi is Tupshatim, although the Gemara seems to be that we're going with one of them. Rashi says either it's a, <coughs> a laundromat or a, a, a place for Meiraglayim, so one big uh, urinal bathroom. That you can't do. Again, these are going to be, these are bizyonis. To the shul, and therefore you can't sell it for that. Rabbi Huda Emer, he says, no, you can sell it. How do you do it? You sell it as a chatzar, and the buyer, once it's sold as a chatzar, 
So now he can turn his chutzar into a bathhouse. That's fine. Okay, so he sells it. Okay, so now we're going back on this first one. So Rameyer says, anytime you sell a shul, in whichever way you're allowed to sell it, even from Ram to Rabbim, what he's saying is, what is this machalikis in the mission over here? Is it a forever sale or not? Rameyer says no. So now here's the thing. So let's say 10 years later, okay, they sell a shul for a million dollars, sell it, okay? Now the buyer 10 years later goes ahead Sold, maybe, okay, even to a Robin. The buyer goes ahead and uh, uh, the seller sold the shul. Now the seller says, you know what? I, I want it back. We want our shul back. Okay, so the seller's going to go back to the buyer with a million dollars and he'll, they'll get the shul back. Now, the buyer for 10 years got to use the shul. Well, isn't that ribbis? 10 years, right? He essentially it turned into a loan, right? That's what it turned into. He gave them the money. He got to use the shul. He got his money back after 10 years. But it was not meant as a loan. Okay, but still, it turns into ribbis. Okay. The benefit that they got from using the shul is considered like a ribbis. That, yeah, exactly. The benefit that they get for using the shul would be like ribbis. And that's, that's the question I was going to ask. Like Yitzchak was saying. Okay, the Rameir was going to Chitas Reb Yehuda. The Amar, Reb Yehuda holds Tzad Echod Beribbis Mutter. So, Tzadach Eberibis, we'll use this very loosely. We're going to get further definitions when we get to the Baba Metziah. So, this is not really, this is a Ribis Sugya in Megillah over here. Okay, so it's not really the place. And obviously, the, the, the halachas of Ribis are very, very complex. But let's just use a simplified way of saying this, which means that potential Ribis is not the same as Ribis, right? Like you astutely pointed out, Ribis is, I, I loan you $100, 10% a year, okay? That's Ribis. Okay, something that could potentially turn into ribis, that's sadach ribis, is going to be mutter. That's Rabbi Yehuda Shita. Okay, Detanya. As we learned in the Shahayo So let's say you have a Malva. Malva lends money to his friend. Mana. So, okay, Malva lends $100 to Chavera, his friend. But also, So now, the Malva comes ahead and he wants to collect his money. The Leva doesn't have money, so what does he do? He says, I'll sell you my field for $100. Okay, so the Leibah sells his field. So, so if the Meicher, meaning who is the Leibah, right? The guy who owes the money, so eventually he intends to earn the money, buy back his field, pay back his loan. So if the, the Meicher, the Leibah, is eating the fruits, so then it's going to be Mutter, because there was no ribis. He's the... The person who sold it, the seller, is eating the fruits. However, if the buyer, the one who gave the money, essentially, or canceled the loan temporarily because of that, so, but if the buyer is eating it, then it's going to be usser. Why? Because as soon as he pays it back, everybody gets their money back, and it turns out the buyer put out money, got his money back, and was eating the fruits. In the meantime, that's ribbis. Okay, that's, that's the Tanakamashita. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, he says, no, that even if the lekech, even if the buyer is eating the fruits, it's going to be mutter. From Rabbi Yehuda, we see this similar story. Okay, and therefore we see that that was the story. The buyer was eating the peris and nobody had a problem with it. So we see buyer eating peris because it was done as a sale, not as a traditional loan, is called tzad echad beribis, okay, potential ribis, but not guaranteed, 
not fixed, not fixed interest. Therefore, it's going to be okay. However, the Chachamim argue, they say, No, you got the details of the story wrong. Really, the Meicher was eating the Paris, not the Leila Keach. Okay. What is the Machlekes over here between Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda? My Benayu Tzarecha Beribes. Like we said, Rabbi Yehuda holds potential ribbis is going to be mutter. Okay, so that's one way of explaining this. What's going on over here? How is it allowed? We said that they're going ahead, they're selling the, the shul, that buyer uses the shul, lives in the shul, and then later they come, they want it back, they undo the transaction, the buyer got the benefit, no problem, it's Rabbi Yehuda, Tzadach That's one way of explaining this machlik, between Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda, what's Tzadach Baribis? Rabbi says, there's another way to explain this, really, Rabbi Amr, the Kuliyah, Tzadach Baribis, Aser. Really, Tzadach Baribis is Aser. I, over here, why is it allowed? V'hocha, Ribbis, Amanach, Sahach, Sir, Ikeb, Benayu. So what we're saying is, the machlik is, if the guy returns the benefit that he got, so whoever ate the Paris, let's say the let's say the Meicher, the the Lekeach Eichel Paris, right? The the the, uh, the buyer ate the Paris. So now he's going to eventually he was the buyer. He put his money. I was going to get his money back. So now we're saying really Tzadok Ribbis is potential Ribbis is a problem. Everybody holds it's a problem, but Rabbi says that the case over here is that the guy will pay for it. He'll pay you back if he ends up if you end up raising the money, buying your field back. Then the buyer is going to pay for whatever Paris he ate. And therefore, that's the machlaikis. Rabbi Huda says it's fine. And therefore, so our Mishnah, that was two ways to explain our Mishnah. Either we're going like the Tzad, like the Tanakama said, not like Rabba, that it's talking about Tzadach uh, of potential Ribbis, and therefore it's okay. Or, like Rabba says, that you know what's happening in our Mishnah? The buyer of the shul is going to pay rent for the times that they used it. Nafkamini between the two shitas is does the buyer have to pay rent? Or not, okay? Now, the Rabbanon would still hold that's Aser. We have to be going like Rabbi Yehuda either way. It's just a question of which way of explaining Rabbi Yehuda we're going like. Because the Rabbanon would say that no, Ribbis Haman Achsa is considered Ribbis, and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to do it anyway. So the only way this Mishnah works is like Shita's Rabbi Yehuda, either like the first case, and you don't have to pay for the time you're using it, because Tzadach Ribbis is Mutter, or like the Rabbah's explanation of saying that, um, <coughs> that it's Ribbis Haman Achsa and you wouldn't, the buyer would have to pay. Now, so just, we said, the Chacham said, the Chacham held, you could sell it, and you could use it for any one of four things, anything except for four things. And one of those things was Beis Hamayim, which, like I said, Rashi on the Mishnah had two pshatim, but it seems like the Gemara over here is assuming that it's a bathroom. Okay, Beis Hamayim, meaning for Meir Aglayim. So now, I'm Rabbi Yudam Shmuel. Mutter la'adam la'hashtin mayim b'seich da'an, I'm going to take you back to like your bracha days. A person is allowed to go to the bathroom within four amas of tefillah. Okay? So now, now what we're talking about, mustama here is time, Rashi says. Right? It's man. It takes, let's say, it takes uh, 15 seconds to walk four amas. So you could, after, that what we're saying is that you are allowed to. You allow, you're allowed, even though you just went to the bathroom, uh, I'm sorry, even though you just daven, you're allowed to go to the bathroom there. That's what we're saying. So now, Amr of Yesef, what's the chiddish? Great. So you, you went on the side of the road, okay? You went to the bathroom on the side of the road. You daven there, now you can go to the bathroom there. What's the chiddish? That you daven, right? You daven there, now you can go to the bathroom. What's the chiddish? 
Well, the only other. Doesn't make uh, exactly. So, what are you trying to say? So now, Amar Rabba, my Kamashma, what's the Chiddush? Tanina, Rabbi Yehuda, I'm a Marichin, I sell the Shemchatz of the Kayak Mashayir to Yase. So now, Rabbi Yehuda said, you sell, you know how you get out, you know how you can turn <coughs> a shul into a bathroom? You sell it as a chatzar, and then the buyer does whatever he wants with it. Ba'afil, Rabbanan, Ikhman, Rabbanan, Lekarmel, Besa, Knesses, Tikviya. The Rabbanan who argued, they were only saying it's a problem with a real shul. That's Kabua, Kadushase. You daven in a space, in a corner, now you want to go to the bathroom there, there's no kviyas kedusha. So what's the chiddush that you can go ahead and go to the bathroom in a place after you've daven there? What's the chiddush? Tani, Tani, Kamei, Rav Nachman, okay? Aval daven amas, like kviyas kedusha, say loy. Okay? There was no havamina to say that it retains kedusha. Just because you daven somewhere, you daven on the, on the rest stop in the Jersey Turnpike doesn't give it kedusha. It's not a shul, just because you daven there. Tani Tanaka made the Rav Nachman, Hamaspalal Marchi Talad Amos. Okay, so we're going to see this din here. We're just going to get into this for a couple of lines. Hamaspalal Marchi Talad Amos and Mashtin. Let's say you daven. So you should go four Amos away and then go to the bathroom. The Hamashtin, person who goes to the bathroom, Marchi Talad Amos and Spal. So now, we, one of those two statements we understand. I understand, Amrle, Mishnah Hamashtin, Marchi Talad Amos and That's a famous din. We learned it in Brachos, right? Tanina. So if I go to the bathroom somewhere in the middle of the road and I want to go ahead and daven, I got a distance four amas from wherever the mayor of was. So that I understand. I'm going back to this first thing. Why do I have to go ahead? I daven in a place. Why do I have to go down amas away? It doesn't make any sense. So, <clears throat> and by the way, if I do that, guess what? Every single, every single pathway in our da, uh, people dive in there, and now as, you're gonna have a problem. You can't go anywhere. So Tani, so we say that no, we're not talking about. This is nothing to do with distance. It's yisha. What we're saying is, after you dive in, wait a wait whatever it takes the amount of time. Let's say 15 seconds that it takes to walk down Amos, Wait that amount of time. Tani yisha bishlam mashdin. Okay, so now. Now we're re- now we do two sides to the statement. So I understand mashdin. If I go to the bathroom, so then yisha kadei hiloch daladamos. So aside from having to separate daladamos away from it, I should also have to wait why mishum nitzaytes because some of the urine might drip. Okay, and Rashi says shema yitanfu begadav nitzaytes sheba amasa. There's some urine in it that'll drip onto your clothing, so therefore wait. Okay, before you start davening, make sure that you've got rid of all the drips. But if I daven somewhere, why do I have to wait 15 seconds before I go to the bathroom? Why don't I, two seconds after I finish davening, boom, go to the bathroom. Why do I have to wait? That your lips are still moving from tefillah. So therefore, give yourself a 15-second break or whatever, however the amount of time it takes to walk down Amos in between your tefillah. It has nothing to do with being marchik specifically. It has to do with waiting. And because sometimes your tefillah could be on your lips even for a few minutes longer, okay, therefore, you should give it a little bit of time and wait before you go to the bathroom. That means like you're just still staying with the tefillah? It's like still, it could still be parts, yeah, something like that. All right, so. So first we started off today, we had a machlekes. B'shem Rava, Rapapi, and Rapapa, can you sell a shul? Rapapi said you were allowed to sell a shul and turn it, or buy it, or turn it into or buy a base medrash. Okay, Rapapa said the other way around. 
and base but you're not allowed to turn a base medrash into a shul. And we said Tanya Kavase, we sound it sounds like Rapapi's version, Bishem Rava, because Rabbi Shua ben Levi said it. Okay, and so too when we learned the Pasak by Yisrael, at base Hashem, we said base Hamikdash that's called Bayis Hagadol. Okay, we said what is Bayis Hagadol? Those are Machlekes, base Medrash or base Knesses. So it must be the Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Not we had a Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shua ben Levi Chadamar that it's a shul Yagul Tov Yader and and base Medrash Yagul Tov Yader and Chadamar that it's a shul because we said that Elisha we learned from Elisha Sapruna Hagdoyla Sasharel so Elisha and Elisha was davening. Okay, that's how, that's the Gedalus that Elisha did. Okay, so, but what do we see? We see that Rabbi Shulman Levi was the man, the Amar, like we said here, and therefore, the Rabbi Levi held that base measures was, was on the higher level, and Rapapi, Bishim Rava would have been Mistama going in him, in his shita. Now, we said, Machru Sefer Torah, Layiknu Baim Sfarim. We wanted to know, what happens if I tell, sell a, t- a Sefer Torah, Yashan, can I, am I allowed to sell an old Sefer Torah to buy a new one? So we tried to bring a Raya, okay, so we first tried to bring a Raya from our Mishnah. We said, that um, that if you <clears throat> that if you that we said that if you have Ma'as Sefer Torah, you're not allowed to buy. If you have Ma'as Sefer Torah, you're not allowed to buy. Um, yeah, uh, I have a Machru Torah leYichus Sarm. We said you're not allowed to buy Sarm. It sounds like you can lateral and buy Sefer Torah. We said no. That is talking about the Mashmos here is talking about Bidiyev, meaning if you already sold the Sefer Torah. So you can't buy Svarim. You already sold it, so it's too bad. So obviously you buy Sefer Torah, but the question is, are you allowed to, are to, are you allowed to go ahead and sell a Sefer Torah to upgrade it or to buy a new one? We tried to bring a riot from another Brisa, from, from the cover, the Gaelan Sefer Torah with the covers, and we said, no, sorry, those we have conflicting diukim. Okay, and then we tried to we tried to bring a raya from putting a sefer Torah on top of each other. We said no, you can't bring a raya from putting a sefer Torah because it must be you could put a sefer Torah on top of a sefer Torah. It's not going to tell us anything about this because otherwise, how do you ever roll a sefer Torah? So we had no raya from there, but we did have a raya. Was we said that you should not certainly to um, to sell a sefer Torah to commission a new one would be a problem because we have a concern of pshiusa. Maybe you won't actually end up getting the new one, but what happens if you have, you go, right, the site from come to town, you have a new Sefer Torah sitting right there, can you sell one to buy a new one? Um, again, we tried to bring a raya from Lisa Isha, we said, no, it's mashma. We tried to say it's like Lomot Torah. We said, no, Lomot Torah is Lomot because you'll come to do it. And therefore you have no raya. So to, uh, to marry off a woman, those are special, those are special reasons. L'sheves, um <clears throat> the world was created to live in and populate, and therefore that's why you're allowed to sell a Sefer Torah for that. However, we have no raya that you're allowed to sell a old Sefer Torah to buy a new one. We said it's Machlokes Rishonim and the Taz Paskins that you are allowed to. Okay, then we said, uh, by the way, don't sell a Sefer Torah even though you don't have any food. Okay, and if you if you sell a Sefer Torah or your, or your daughter, you will not see a Sefer Bracha. Okay, then we said, Leftover money as well falls in the same thing. You sell your shul, so you got to use it to buy a teva. Now, leftover money has to follow the same exact path. Rava says, but that's only if you sold something. But if if you collected, raised money, the money doesn't have kedusha, and therefore you can use the leftover whatever you want. Abaya tried to ask a question because it said you have to make a tanai. And we said, well, if you're not allowed to sell in the first place, tanai is not going to help. Salamai must be on collecting, and it's only with a tanai, but not without a tanai. Only with a tonight can you use the money for something other than what you collected for. So we said no, that that is talking about the case, it's talking about even, and what we learned from here is a chiddish, at least according to what Tesis learned it, was even when you sell it, the heter with designing shiva, toiva, ear, the maimon, ancheya, ear, where you're allowed to sell it, you have to make a tonight. 
both in the regular money and in the Maestro Seim. You would have to make a Tanai in that. Okay. So we said, then we, we got into a little bit of din in regards to, ha, uh, in regards to tzedakah. So we said, b'nei ir, if, let's say, a, a whole contingency, call it 10 people from one city, go to another city, and the city that they're visiting says, everybody's got to give money to tzedakah. They have to give the money into the gabet tzedakah, but when they leave, they can take it with, they can be tevea, the money, and take it home and give it to the anim of their city. That's only a rabbin. But a yachid, sorry, you lose the money. And we had the story with Rav Huna, where he said, uh, by the way, that is only if there's no chever ir, but there's a chever ir, sorry, I get to do what I want. And for sure over here, where, anyways, I'm in charge of tzedakah, Distribution in your city and my city, so sorry, it's up to me. I'm keeping it and I'm doing. I'm giving it to where I see fit. Okay. Then we had the Mishnah of Rameir, which said you cannot sell from Rameir. So you can't sell from a Rabbim to a Yachid. Okay, because it's going to be a downgrade of kedusha. So even in whatever situation you're allowed to sell a shul, you can't sell from Rabbim to a Yachid. It's a downgrade. <coughs> and the Chum said, no, you can. And the Chum said, well, if so, then you shouldn't be able to sell from a big city to a little city. And our mayor was machalik. He said that, no, well, Robin to a yachid, it'll still be a shul of a Robin. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, Robin, a big city to a little city, it'll still be a shul of a Robin, and therefore it's okay. But Robin to a yachid, okay, that is where it's a downgrade to sell a basic knesses, to, uh, to become a personal basic knesses, that's considered a significant downgrade, and therefore we're going to be concerned. And uh, the Rabbanon said, well, if so, you should be concerned anyway because of Reuven Hadras Melech, according to you. But again, the Rabbanon themselves hold it's no problem to sell from Ram to Yachid. And finally, the last mission was, we said, when you sell a shul, you can only sell an al Tanai. To which we immediately asked, what do you mean? What about ribis? You sell it al Tanai and you're doing a refund and the user got to use it. So we said, two ways of explaining it. Either it's Rabbi Yehuda, two ways of explaining Rabbi Yehuda Shita. We're going like Rabbi Yehuda. Either Tzadach or Beribis is going to be mutter, like the case in, in Bab Metziah. Okay? Or we said that no, there really everybody holds Tzadach. Potential Ribis is a problem. Tzadach is going to be usher. But <coughs> there, the, what we're talking about is Ribis Amanasla Hachzir. Okay? Where basically Nafkamina is, does the buyer of the shul, who later is going to get his money back, does he have to pay for the time he used it? So Rabbi Huda holds uh, that Rabbi Salmanas Nahachser is going to be mutter, and therefore it's mutter, so you could have the sale al Tanai that could end up going back, and then even though the guy used it without paying for it, he'll pay back the money, and then we're going to be okay, Rabbi Salmanas Nahachser. Okay, and then the Rabbanan said that you can sell it for whatever you want, mimkar oilam, no, it's hechlet, it's, it's, a, it's a guaranteed sale, um, except for four things you can't sell it for, merchatz, borsaki, tefillah, and besamayim. Rabbi Huda said, you sell it as a shame chatzir and whatever you want to use it for, you use it for. Okay, and then off of that din, we said, besamayim, so Shmuel came, I'm Rabbi Domer Shmuel, said, that mutter l'hashin tachtal, I'm smachim shespal. You're allowed to go to the bathroom there, and we said, well, what's the chiddish? Yeah, of course. The only question here is, are you allowed to sell a shul and get it, find its way, in, 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 and it should find its way to being used as a bathroom. But there's no havamina that just because you dive in on a rest stop somewhere or on a road somewhere that it has kedusha. So we say, no, what's this whole din talking about over here? And that we, we said it goes both ways, that you have to, um, you can only go to the bathroom down from where you dive in and, and you have to dive in down from where you went to the bathroom. So we said over there, we're talking about, it's not, this is not talking about distance, it's talking about waiting. And what we're saying is, is that of course you have to be Dawid Amas away from where you went to the bathroom to Davin. We're saying is that you also, after you went to the bathroom, you also have to wait the appropriate amount of time to go Dawid Amas, okay, because you can't have, uh, we have to make sure that there's nothing dripping on your clothes, it's going to get dirty. And so too, um, there's a concern that anytime you have to go to the bathroom, you should wait the amount of time it takes to walk Dawid Amas after you finish Davining, because your lips could still be moving. And we don't want to make sure you're not going to the bathroom while you still have... Um, you're not going to the bathroom while you still have a uh, feel on your lips.